2: Streaming live from Stony Point, this is HudsonRiverRadio.com, your local Rockland County station. Ski Barn, live life outside. This is a special announcement to our very valued customers. In light of the recent circumstances, and for the safety of our customers and our staff, we will temporarily be closing our physical ski barn locations. We are all Jersey strong, we have all faced challenges and we will surely get through this one. Look for emails and social media updates from us in the upcoming weeks, as we will have new inventory including outdoor furniture, grills, fire pits and more that will all be available for local delivery. Please note that all seasonal rental returns are not due back until September. Stay healthy and positive, we look forward to seeing all of you when we reopen. Yvonne, the goods, the people, the passion.
3: Streaming live from Stony Point, this is HudsonRiverRadio.com, your local Rockland County station. We are here to dance and sing, our connection with everything, understanding who we are the ways of the heart Let's choose love inner peace living one in harmony with the knowledge at our core we are the ones we've been waiting for, we can do it with the truth and bring new light into all we we are love at our best in the weak
2: And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Angel Quest with Karen Noe on HudsonRiverRadio.com.
4: Hey everyone, welcome to the Angel Quest Show. I'm Karen Noe, author of Your Life After Their Death, We Consciousness, and Through the Eyes of Another. I am so excited that my guest today is Peter Anthony, author of Key Master. Peter is a TV producer, spiritual life coach, an expert in ancient numerology, contributing writer for many major magazines across the country, and a paranormal investigator. Peter's career began as a freelance image consultant in a cbs news division in new york city working with vips and celebrities ranging from politicians to news anchors to tv and film stars during the height of his tv career peter had a near-death experience due to medical complications and the after effects would manifest not only as a massive career change but a personal change as well Peter's psychic gifts landed him on a paranormal TV show called Sightings as a result of solving a homicide case that baffled detectives. Anthony's new career path allowed him to work alongside some of the most brilliant forensic experts, scientists, and law enforcers. And as a psychic detective working on cases all over the world, Peter has appeared on national TV shows, including Fact or Fiction, Mysteries of the Unexplained, and many others. Peter's sequel to Keymaster, The Accidental Prophet, is soon to be released, and his website is www.theaccidentalprophet.com. He's already been at my guest, and I know it's going to be a great show, but today we're going to be talking about how to stay positive during this crisis. Welcome, Peter. How are you today?
5: Good morning. Good morning. All you're listening, and it's really
6: early.
5: Hey
4: Peter, you're not coming in clear. I don't know what's going on. Are you on a landline?
5: I'm on a landline, yes.
4: Okay, you sound better now. Here we go. Okay, because I want to hear every word you say. It's very important.
5: Cool. cool, cool. Well, I, I'm I'm gonna pull it a little closer in. All How's right. That?
4: Sounds perfect.
5: Okay. Cool. Cool. Cool.
4: So I know it's very early by you. It's seven thirty. <laughs> In the morning. So I really appreciate you coming on with us today.
5: Thank you. Thank you.
4: But we have important messages to share with everybody. And, uh, you know, before we go, uh, we talk about everything else. I would love for you to talk about your two near death experiences so people understand where you're coming from.
5: Well, you know, it's funny. Um, I, I, you know, before I came on your sh- show, we. Uh, the last time I, I thought, you know, I, I should have spoken about both because the one I, I tend to get, I guess, the attention from is the one that took place from the AIDS epidemic in 1987. I died clinically at 11:11 11, 11, on November the 11th, actually, uh, at 11:11 11, 11 p.m. in operating room 11. And mm-hmm. it's interesting because um, my second near-death experience uh, took place on July 4th, 2009, So I didn't realize until this past week, well, if you add 7 and 4, that's 11. And if you add 2009, that's 11. Yeah. For some reason, I tend to like the 11-11s in my consciousness. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and we kind of look at these things as, as, uh, you know, when people hear about people dying, their first, you know, their first uh is oh, my God, how horrible. But, you know, I have to say, looking back at it, especially where we are today, that if it hadn't been for both of these particular uh, epidemics. I don't know that I would be where I am today. Mm. In 1987, I was in in the height of the AIDS epidemic, and they just assumed I was dying of AIDS, and, and I was turned away by the hospital. In 2009, we were in the H1N1 uh, pandemic, the swine flu, mm. and the same thing again. So it's funny because you know when you experience not one of the epidemics in your life, you kind of take stock of why. And, uh, and the second one, I think, was probably much worse because um, having had a near-death experience, medications of all sorts to this day... Uh, I'm hypersensitive to. So the doctors were trying to treat me as quickly as they could. And once again, I had some inexplicable reactions to all medications, which consequently led me back to not having my vision. Uh, and for some odd reason, I ended up getting gout. Okay. And I look at this from a perspective of of higher consciousness. And I talk to your audience because all of us in our lifetimes, and I happen to believe in the theory of re- reincarnation, all of us at one time or another have experienced the, the Blue Bonnet Plague, they mm-hmm. used to call it uh, pox or smallpox, you know, uh, so many different you know, epidemics and pandemics have happened throughout our, our, our lifetimes, the, uh, the Spanish flu. And so I think we all, at this particular time in our history, all of us uh, who I feel are they're more heightened and more hypersensitive to the awareness of what's going on are being called now to play our part.
4: Yes. So, before we get into that, I'd love to hear what your most powerful experience was during the near-death experiences, because people, especially my audience, love to hear that. What happened after you left your physical body, Well, and how know, has it changed your life?
5: Well, I think, you know, so many, as you know, so many near-death experiences always talk about the tunnel. I call it the bullseye, the white light. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that I came back with that, to me, was my... Uh, became my 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 mantra, my 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 path forward, was my thoughts. You know, while I was in the, the life review, you know, we talk about what we did, what we shouldn't have done, you know, the should, have, could have, and would have. But what was most interesting for me to this day is my thoughts. I could actually hear my thoughts in my life review when I was making excuses for something I should have done that I didn't do, or hearing myself say, you need to jump in and do this now, or denying or lying to myself. Mm -hmm. And so when those thoughts were ricocheted back to my consciousness in a spirit form, not physical form, but spirit form, uh, frequency form, those, those thoughts that I had in my physical life came back to, not to warn me, but to, I believe, make me a better person in terms of every thought that we have indicates the next indicated step. You know, So for me, the thoughts that I put out daily, especially in the morning and especially in the evening, are going to uh, dictate my dream state, my, what I call my deepest rim cycle state. And so if I'm coming from a place of peace and gratitude every day, um, then what happens with me is that what we end up doing, and I really want your audience to listen to this. At this point in time in our history, the planet is at a pause mode. And we were being asked as a higher consciously uh, civilians on this planet to stop, take stock, to, to, to review, to reevaluate, to re-listen, to rethink, and to kind of go back, to retrograde, if you will, and think about what's important. And so I bring this back to my near-Earth experience, and this is what I think is happening on this world right now. When something is taken away from you, An example, I was blind. I was in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. So, part of my gratitude, part of my peace, is that every day that when I get up and I take a gratitude walk, I'm appreciative of what I can see. Because when your vision has been taken away from you twice, Mm -hmm. when your legs don't move and you're in a wheelchair, you appreciate the idea of being able to walk, we take that for granted. So for me, at this point in time of my history, walking and seeing are valuable to me. I'm able to see the birds. I'm able to see the sky. The other morning when I was taking my dog on a walk, this large red-tip hawk flew over me and was hovering over me. And I kind of go back to that moment because what I was seeing, it was completely still in my neighborhood. And here I am you know, taking my dog on a walk, and this large brown hawk with a red-tip tail was hovering over me. So it was though I was on a zoom lens and I was able to see this, and I appreciated seeing it. Mm -hmm. So as we're all taking stock in our life, what is valuable to me right now is my freedom. What's valuable to you right now is going outside. What's valuable to me right now that I'm really enjoying is not seeing the chemtrails in the sky But Mm -hmm. yet at nighttime, I'm able, as you you all know, living in California, we have lots of smog. And so for me, going out at nighttime at my last walk of the evening and seeing the stars, they look like pin cushions in in the middle of the dark sky, and they're just so brilliant. So for me, as simple as that sounds, that's beautiful.
4: Absolutely. That's amazing. So do you think that peace and gratitude saved your life?
5: uh, Absolutely. Because here's what happens you know both times when i uh, had to experience these these horrible times in life we could do one or two things the doctors both times gave me not very positive outcomes the the the, the first uh, aids epidemic uh, they gave me 3 months to live uh, the second near death experience they couldn't they could not get any medications in me and so here i was fledging around and i knew then Okay, Peter, you've had your first near-death experience, and you had an outcome of three months to live, um, and nothing was working then, so there's nothing like you know, hands-on experience of you know, how I overcame the first near-death experience, and so what I began to do is I began to begin with healing my mind and my thoughts, because I go back to spinning in that tunnel. Thoughts do become things. Thoughts indicate our next indicated step. They are our outcome. So what I had to do was to get my my thoughts not into a worried or fearful state, but my thoughts into a peaceful state. And the only way I could do that was, what am I grateful for? So I go back to that moment. What was I grateful for at that moment in my life as I'm dying? Well, I had a great career. I had great friends. I had. Um, a wonderful, wonderful I rescue animals I have for so many years. So I took the very simple things that really mattered to my heart, and every day I began to bless and thank those things that were in my life at that moment and just began my recovery, my journey to recovery there. What I'm most grateful for sends out, a, 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 what I call a higher vibrational frequency to the universe. And when we're coming from a place of gratitude at our darkest hour, the universe sees that and rewards us. I had to do my homework, so I began to, to uh, have people come and read to me and, and talk to me and just, and I listened to comedies. That was the first thing that I started doing. I didn't want to hear the news. I didn't want to watch the news. I wanted to hear something funny. I wanted to raise my, my frequency to the highest level possible and begin with thoughts, meaning the mind, the, the crown chakra. And then I began to feed my soul and my heart chakra. And that went down to my solar plexus, which what I call the psychic zone. And one at a time from the head chakra to the base chakra, I began to heal my body using what I refer to as the rim cycle the Alpha, the Beta, the Delta, and the Delta Consciousness REM cycle states to heal my body.
4: So what you did then, we can be doing now to heal ourselves with the thoughts? And how could, can you help us You know, do what you did then and help us with our thoughts now during this crisis?
5: Oh, absolutely. Well, first of all, I'm going to say this, and this is going to be really important because so many people are being seduced by the news, and rightfully so.
6: Mm.
5: But Here's what happens. I don't start my day with the news, and I don't end my day with the news. I start my day with gratitude. I start my day with meditation. I start my day with prayer. But what, how I start it with, you know, I am very much a part of the, of the delta consciousness, meaning the, the um, uh, healing the body with wave technology, um, trying to use certain kinds of music, I call it trance music, to rid of my emotional thoughts, my fearful thoughts. And I do that by, and you, since we're all kind of, you know, kind of hunkered down here and we can go online and look at what I refer to as the HC frequency of healing. Just Google you know, HZ frequency, and then you can just Google uh, whatever particular meditation, whatever type of music you want. I use mine through color, math, and sound. And what I do, I apply these technologies, and what I do, when we slow down, when we get into a peaceful state, when we allow the physical body to slow down, what we actually are doing is upgrading our frequency to a healing state of consciousness. And so that's how I start. It's through color, it's through math, and it's through, uh, through sound, through music. And what you do, you concentrate on that. And many people go, well, I can't meditate. I can't mm-hmm. concentrate. That's just too busy for me. Well, you find what works for you. But for me, that's how I did it. Right. You know, I'm not supposed to be here. Both outcomes... I'm not supposed to be, both times, you know, Mr. Anthony, unfortunately, we have some bad news for you. Blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Well, folks, here I am. Hey, did you you make the
4: decision to come back when you were on the other side? Did you have the choice whether or not, because I've heard, you know, many people who've had near-death experience had that choice.
5: Well, you see, that's the thing that's so beautiful about this. Choice, in parentheses, free will. Yeah. I was given a choice to come back, not once, but twice. Yeah and you know the thing is is why you know many people who have had near-death experiences and you read some you know well, i didn't want to come back and they they come back poor pitiful little joes and they don't like what's happened and they don't know what to do well i get that but you know it goes back to kind of a binary way of thinking you know I, do i want to walk in fear or do i want to walk in faith do you want to, do i want to have a greedy consciousness or do I want to have a grateful consciousness do i want to have hope or do i want to have hopelessness it's just it's very simple when you were given an outcome of death and nothing is working and you're in that hospital dying and everything they put in your body isn't working you do one or two things you either die or you live
6: Mm -hmm.
5: and so for me i thought i i want to live i have too much to do on this planet you know and and my immortality right now i think so many of us are facing because we're thinking oh what happens if i go outside and, and i get the virus and i die Well, stop thinking like that. What happens if you get the virus and you overcome it and you're helping people uh, by healing in what you did, as I have done?
4: And what happens if you don't get the virus? More people are not getting the virus. More people are are healing from the virus. So what we need to do is we have to plug into solutions to the problem. We have to, you know, plug into what we want rather than what we don't want.
5: Well, that's what I'm saying. So don't start your day with the news. And, and, that's news. It. and I also, I read my news. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you why. I pick and choose because I don't want to listen to the talking heads and the pundits because they are paid. And, you know, having worked in the news division for so many years, folks, listen to what I'm saying here. We are, at the time, we were programmed to program fear. Because, you know, like, if you're a writer, you know, and you're writing something, a, a drama or a crime, a, a novel, you know, you have to introduce the the ordinary character and his flaws, and you have to introduce the conflict. But the most important thing of the, 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 the flawed character and the conflict, there's always resurrection. And that's where we are going right now. Think about this, folks. The planet has stopped for us. Mm -hmm. Look outside and really hone in on what's beautiful to you right now. And the more and more you do this, the more and more you begin to heal your body. And what it it taught me was I was rebuilding my immune system. And that's where we are right now. You know, start taking your vitamins. And I'm, you know, large doses of garlic. and I'm doing uh, all kinds of soups. Uh, I am uh, hot tea, hot coffee. You know, I am also, like anyone else, I'm suited up in my spiritual armor, and I go out on my bicycle every day and I have a new name here in, in Palm Springs. I'm called Peter the meter Gitter, the Meter-Greeter of Happiness. I get on my bike. I look like I'm radioactive. I go around, and I I go, hello, how's everyone doing? I speed around the neighborhood on my 12-speed bicycle, my brand-new yellow. It look, I call it Bumblebee, mm-hmm. and I go around, and I want to bring normalcy back to the community because everyone is being riddled with fear, well, see, that's,
4: well, that's the whole thing. It's not just our, it's not just taking the vitamins and drinking the you know having the soup. It's how we're dealing with it emotionally. It's mind, body, spirit, right. and yeah. we have to tap in what we you know like you're you're focusing on being happy and spreading the love. We can become that light in this seemingly dark. It's not really dark, because I think we're in the midst of a of a uh, Total new awakening in, on our planet. We'll talk about that later.
5: Sure, sure, sure. It's for a
4: reason. Real quick, it really is, ladies note. and gentlemen. <laughs>
5: yeah. Just on that note, as, as you just said, this is very important. Maybe you are that light in the neighborhood.
4: Mm-hmm. We all are. Every one of us. We have gifts That's to give.
5: Brutal. So as I said, so you are going to help someone else out with your yeah. bright smile and your and your light energy, and they're not going to feel so, you know what? People now, when I'm on my bicycle, I have an old man in the neighborhood that every, he waves at me every time I come by. <laughs>
6: He's you know, waiting for you.
5: <laughs> an old bridge here in, in what we call the Takawis River. We've had so much rain this past year. We now have a little small little river. We never have a river. Mm-hmm. So you see them saying, so I go out every morning and I listen to the to the to the stream, fall off the mountains, and you just watch it cross over the rocks and the boulders and the plants, and the the rabbits are out, and the hawk are out, and the hummingbirds are out, and the roadrunners are out. That is Mother Nature, you guys. Exactly. Take a walk. Do something. Get out of the house, but stop listening to the news, read your news, and edit your news. What applies, listen to it, pay attention to it, and what doesn't, don't harbor it.
4: Exactly. We have to take a very quick break, but we'll be right back.
2: HudsonRiverRadio.com, your local Rockland County station.
3: Hi, this is Mercedes Kent. Join me for The Silver Screen with Mercedes Kent, a weekly call-in talk show about films, celebrities, and all things entertainment. Big Jim and I will catch you up on the current top ten in the movie theaters, interview some people in the biz, and fill you in on what is hot. So come have fun with us every Thursday at 6 p.m. right here on HudsonRiverRadio.com.
1: Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hi, this is Big Jim
0: Wheeler. You know, I grew up on a farm as a kid, and, well, back in those days, we didn't have much TV to watch. So as a family, we'd sit around the radio, and we'd listen to those old shows. Well, I've become a huge fan of those classic radio shows, and I'm thrilled to share my personal collection of original broadcast recordings with you. Well, we got old western superheroes, classic stories. Oh, we got them all. Check out Hudson River Radio's classic radio theater on Sundays at 9 a.m. and again at 9 p.m. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss a show. This is Big Jim Wheeler signing off and hoping you enjoy the show. HudsonRiverRadio.com
4: All right, we're back. So, Peter, we were talking about many things, but I'd love to shift our focus on uh, making our uplifting our thoughts, making mm-hmm. us feel better during this time. I'll give you an example. Uh, several years ago, I was going through a difficult time. There, first of all, there's something that we could do called tapping, the emotional freedom technique that really does work. Yes, but that would be a whole show in itself. All I could say is just uh, go on Google, you know, and and type in the emotional freedom technique, or tapping. But back at that time, I didn't know about tapping. So what I did, in order for me to give readings every day, I have to keep my vibration high. I have to be in a very good mood, I can't be depressed. And since something difficult was going on in my life, I didn't know how to do that. But what I did, every morning, I went on the computer and I Googled on YouTube, babies laughing, or puppies running around, or whatever it was. And I watched it. And every morning, that's what uplifted me. So I was able to uplift my vibration, and then I, I wasn't thinking about my problems. So what I'm saying is, fake it until you make it. You know, change the subject. Do something that makes you feel good.
5: Well, for me, it's funny you should say, um, what I do, I go and I Google uh, dogs and cats that have funny moments. Yeah, and because I'm such an advocate of animals, and I watch these videos of of animals just doing the silliest things, and I posted something on Facebook a couple of weeks ago with this little bitty dachshund who got this big oh huge branch. I mean, just (laughs) enormous branch. I don't know if it was a a weeping willow or if it was, I don't know what it was. But anyway, this little dachshund every day would go out and get this branch and go to the park in London somewhere, I think it was Hyde Park, and take this branch on a walk. (laughs) And just, it was this... You know, this branch was this huge and this dog would go by the the benches and couldn't get by and the little dog had to think, How am I gonna get past this bench? So just watching that brought so much laughter to my soul, into my heart, into my consciousness. And I, I found myself tapping my heart with my right hand.
4: And, and you know I, what, Peter, as you're sharing that story you just lifted the vibration of what we're talking about. Everybody's yeah. smiling and thinking about what you're talking about, envisioning this dachshund and everything. So, that, you know, that's what I do at my conferences when I'm speaking about life after death. And there, it starts to get, you know, very sad. People start to cry. What I do is I put, I have Alexa in my office. <laughs> and I say, you know, Alexa, play Shake Your Groove thing. And then we get up and we dance. Yeah. You know what I mean? We change the subject. And we that have, well, works.
5: Yeah, it's important. The number one, I'm going to say this is because this is what I think I've seen throughout the spiritual community as I've traveled this past three years. We it, first of all, whatever needs to be forgiven, forgive it, but don't harbor it. Mm-hmm. You know, and you do need to change the frequency. You know, like I said, we can do one of two things: you're going to either live in faith or live in fear. That's a choice. That's what I learned on the other side. Are we going to be grateful today, or are we going to be, oh, I don't know, Debbie Downer? It's up to all of us to change that frequency of thought. And so whatever you have to do, if it's watching a dog video, tapping your heart, taking a walk, saying your prayers, start it now. And, start, and watch what happens in your life. I want to share something that happened to you. you know, we, all of us, and we can all talk about the toilet paper situation here that sits <laughs> on all throughout the globe.
7: Oh, God, yes.
5: But here's the, here's the funny story. So in the middle of all this I got hacked. Credit cards, passwords, you name it. Mm. It took me almost eight days to get this cleared out. So I was so unaware and uh, uh, so not tuned into what was going on with this pandemic. And so all of a sudden, when I got everything back on, and everything, I thought, oh, my God, I had no idea. So I had to go to the grocery store. And, of course, there's no toilet paper. Mm-hmm. And I went around and every shelf was, was, was just gone. And so all that was left was potato chips and uh, hot sauce and, uh, uh, I mean, just things I don't ever eat, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward. All right, so third day, still nothing. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've got to change this. So here's what I do. Provide the people, the places, and the situation, and I will trust on God, light, source, to provide all the situations in my life. Boom. Store. We have a store called Ralph's Grocery Store here. I'm standing in line, and... um the lady in front of me is screaming, yelling at the cashier.
6: Oh my! And
5: um, she's like, because he accidentally sneezed and he put his, you know, his his, his uh, sneeze into the uh, the fold of his elbow. Right. And she demanded that he be fired. And the, oh his boss came up and just screamed at him. And there was no support. And so when it was my turn. I looked him in the eye, and he was, his hands were shaking. He was so mad. And I said, stop what you're doing. I want you to look me in the eye. And this is what I want you to remember today. I am this nice customer who really appreciates you, who loves what you're doing. And I turn around to the people behind me and said, all of us here appreciate you. And may your day be blessed. And don't pay attention to what happened here with this lady. Pay attention to those who love you. Right? I get home. Okay. And he did not charge me for the chicken. He did not charge me for any of the sauce. In fact, he thanked me, wrote on my uh, receipt, thank you and have a blessed day, mm, a smiley face. As I'm going outside to my car, this lady comes up to me and gives me two rolls of toilet tissue and two, <laughs> two sanitizers, those little, those little sanitizer wipes you get in the little uh, plastic containers. Yeah. Here, this is for you. I love it. See, God provides. The universe provides. Absolutely. If you go into a state of gratitude daily, and it's not what I was lacking, but what happened. God, universe showed me what was provided.
4: Well, this is this is the thing. If everyone who's listening, please understand that you are a vibrational being. Whatever you're thinking and feeling, you're creating more of in your life. So, if you're focusing on what's wrong and getting sick and all of that. thats You don't want to create that. It's not that you will create it. So I don't want to instill fear. But what I'm saying is you could also reverse that and focus on being healthy and getting having all the toilet paper that you you need and, and so forth. And the more you are able to see through other people's eyes. Now, Peter, when you went through your life review, you were able to see how you affected each person through their eyes, correct? Absolutely. But now you're using that same concept in your living life. You're looking through that cache eyes and what that person was going through. Right? So we could well, do it. We could take that whole concept and create peace in our lives and the world around us as well.
5: Right? Well, that's what I said, you guys. We are the light at this point in time. Yes. You know, we are that ambassador of, of, of highly evolved consciousness to that, to that uh, cashier at CVS. You know, I could give you countless stories. Here, I'm riding on my bike every day. And, of course, you know, I'm not working. Um, You know, everything has kind of come to a halt. And I thought, okay, God, provide the people, the place, and the situations. And my job is to show up in faith, not fear, but in faith. And so guess what happened to me this past week? This old man that I've been talking to you about comes up to me and says, you know what, hey, you know, um, I need someone to go to the grocery store for me. Would you mind? And guess what? He's paying me. Mm. So you see, you folks, if you go in... Looking down rather than looking up the sky and looking up and smiling, maybe you are that person on that bicycle that someone's providing. And has it happened not once but twice? So you see what I'm saying? So, it's you know, again, you know, it works for me. Uh, You know, I'm a living example, but we are all living examples. And you're you're talking about what you do, Karen, and I'm talking about what I do. So, and if somebody yeah. here in your audience hears this today and you become that awakened vibrational frequency on the planet and you attract the cashier or or the old man in the neighborhood who gives you cash, that's the gift from the universe. And so guess what? Tomorrow morning, I will bless that. Tomorrow morning, I'll bless this show what you and I are having. Mm-hmm. Bless what's given to you now because the more you bless and the more you honor it, the more that is given.
4: Exactly. And how about each one of us wake up in the morning and say, how may I serve? How can I make the world a better place
6: today? Oh, absolutely. absolutely! And on
4: Facebook, only post positive things. Post what you want to attract. Post what you want to expand. Don't post about fear because you're spreading more of fear. We have enough of that right now. We need more love. We need to be the light.
5: That's well, said, you extremely know, important. It's kind of, for me, um, I'm appreciating the planet. Uh, it's kind of funny. I don't know if you heard. We had a Earthquake last night. No, yeah, did you really? All this, and I was like, "Oh God, no!" Oh the my, was it a big one? <laughs> you know, we can't have that. Wow. <laughs> and but I, I, but here's what happened. I think Mother Earth is trying to wake us up. So she's shaking us and waking us to make us look at what's important. You know something? Maybe right now Mother Earth is saying, you know what, you guys, you know, okay, come on my rainforest here and, and, you know, the fires in Australia and, of course, now the disease. Well, it's our time to shine. You it's know, our time to
4: absolutely. If I may, I wrote a very short thing um, on my webpage, and I'd love to share it with everyone. Sure. It's very pertinent about, you know, what we're talking about, and it's called... May you find your connection in your seclusion.
6: Mm. And
4: here it goes. I've said it so many times, we are all one. Whatever we do to ourselves or another affects the whole. Prior to this pause in the world, many people had forgotten this important truth. They continued to concentrate on their personal short-term gain rather than how their actions were affecting everyone and everything. A huge proportion of the population believed that their own country, nationality, race, gender, and even species was a priority at the expense of all others. Many were unwilling to change their lifestyles, and nothing anyone could say or do could, would change their minds. But then the tipping point came, and their inability to see the truth began to affect our beautiful planet in a big way. Global warming, pollution, extinction of animals and plants, and deforestation became a real real issues that needed to be resolved immediately. Diverse nationalities, races, political parties, and others pitted themselves against each other, and tensions began to escalate. And in the midst of this, people still could not see the broader perspective. So the universe said, Enough. The world needs to stop what it's doing right now in order for everyone to understand just how much we depend upon each other and how we're all interconnected. There could be no other way to help you see the broader perspective. And a virus began on one side of the globe and spread throughout the world. Everyone was affected, and life as we knew it had to change. For now, hectic schedules have ceased to exist. Factories, offices, schools, churches, malls, parks, government buildings, and so much more have been forced to close down. Airplane flights have been canceled unless cars are on the road. People are working at home if they can. Children are being homeschooled if they can. Yet those who work at jobs that we depend on for our survival continue to sacrifice their lives for us all. And people are being shown just how much we need each other. At first, people were frightened. But many have learned to continue in a different way. Priorities have changed. The health of ourselves and our loved ones are now what matters most. Most have been talking to God. Others have been going within to experience the divine. Others have been taking quiet walks to reconnect with nature. But for the most part, we're staying inside and behaving ourselves. The skies have become clearer and bluer. Wildlife that we thought had disappeared has resurfaced. The world remains quieter, and we have become gentler. In so many cases, fear has turned to love, and we're finally able to feel our connection to everyone and everything. So yes, even though life as we know it has stopped, life as God knows it continues to emerge. In our seclusion, we have found our connection. I just wanted to share that with everybody. Thank you. So that's what I want to share with everybody today. You know, maybe this is for a reason. We're learning to raise our vibration, to see our interconnectivity with, you know? What do you think, Peter?
5: Well, i tell you what's happening here, uh, folks. The old system that we have gotten so used to, you know, the fast the meetings, the, 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 the getting to work on time and congested freeways and the boss that you don't like and, you know, relationships aren't working out and fear for fear every day in the news, maybe what's happening here is this old system is not a part of our new consciousness and so we have to slow down mm-hmm. and rethink, reevaluate and awaken, reawaken. We've just forgotten. And so I I think what happens with me, as I go back to what happened to me in both times of my near-earth experience, when something is taken away, we learn to appreciate. And what's happening right now, taking a walk, is so important. Because... Now here in California, we have we are required to wear a mask anytime we go out the door.
6: Oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah,
5: absolutely. We we are the ones who did the sh- uh, shelter in place immediately, mm. and so as I said, we all are here to play our part. And so many people are complaining, and I don't want to wear a mask, and I'm not going to do it. You know. You know what? So that's your mm. choice. Mm-hmm. But my choice as a higher vibrational well. frequency to human is to be safe
7: and stay well.
5: I'm here because the body, mind, and spirit are part of who I am, and I want to at least be able to share this with someone else who gets it.
7: Exactly. Now, I do want...
5: It's not that my will of the way is the correct way. It's just I feel what works best for me as a spiritually aware person is every day is a gift.
6: Absolutely. We have
5: Every to, day is a gift. And that's what I learned on the other side. I learned when I came back, you know, I wanted to make a difference with my life. I wanted absolutely. to be able to. <laughs>
4: that's the cutie. What's his name or her name?
5: Her name is Tennessee. that's little The nine-pound it. dog I rescued is Tennessee, and she's all chasing my my, my uh, flip-flops and eating my ankle. And, and she's a puppy, and everything's plaything with her. Give so, her a
4: big hug for me. I will. <laughs> we have to take a short break, but we'll be sure. right back. <laughs>
7: HudsonRiverRadio.com your local Rockland County station. Hi, I'm Karen Nowy. I'm a psychic medium and spiritual author. Join me for the Angel Quest show here on HudsonRiverRadio.com. We'll discuss spiritual topics such as near-death experiences, reincarnation, life after death, how your thoughts create your reality, creating peace on earth, and so much more on the first Saturday of every month at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time, right here on HudsonRiverRadio.com
2: Did you know that there have been over 30,000 reported cases of UFOs in the Hudson Valley?
1: What happens to people when they have very close encounters
2: and missing time? I'm Linda Zimmerman. I'm Michael Warden. Join us for UFO headquarters.
5: We'll dig into some of the most intense and unnerving UFO sightings that happened right here in our backyard. And we invite you to call in and join us on Facebook Live to share your
2: experiences. UFO Headquarters, on the second Monday of every month, right here on HudsonRiverRadio.com.
5: And don't forget to subscribe to the
0: podcast in our app, or on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: HudsonRiverRadio.com. We're so good, we don't need a transmitter.
4: All right, we're back. Now, do you notice what happened before the break? We're talking about Tennessee the dog. What happened to everyone that was listening? Well, I, for one, my vibration was raised. You know, just thinking about this, what kind of dog is is Tennessee?
5: She's a little, um, she's a a beagle terrier mix. She (laughs) has the the body of a, of of Frazier's dog, Eddie.
4: (laughs) Oh my.
5: But she has face of a beagle, this sweet little face of this sweet, kind, gentle, sweet little soul. And uh, so, as I said, so, and you know how little puppies are, everything to them is playtime. Yeah. So, um, you know, so as I said, so it's brought such an amazing energy into my life at this time because it's making me appreciate, oh my God, you know, I'm home with my little girl and she's like, hey, daddy's home. <laughs> so um Oh, our you pets
4: know. are loving it that we're home.
5: Oh, they are. So, I said so. <laughs> Absolutely. And, so, you know, and listen, she's just enjoying. She's said, yes, the yes. She <laughs> enjoys what's going on here. Absolutely.
4: What I'm telling everybody is, look what we're doing here. We talk about something that's uplifting. Everyone feels better. It's just the way it is. We want to raise our vibration. So, you know, everyone, you know, I know we're not burying our head in the sand. I always share the, the story, there she is again, I, we, I always share the story that I shared in my book, We Consciousness, uh, T.D. Jakes shared the story about the giraffe and the, tur- the turtle. The giraffe is only able to see what's high up in the trees, and the turtle's only able to see what's down below. But to judge the giraffe to say, you know, what's the matter with you, that's all you see, it's foolish because the turtle can't understand what's going on with the Giraffe and vice versa. The, the, you're following what I'm saying. I'm really ruining this, this well, story. No, but but no, the me, giraffe, like the, right? The giraffe, no,
5: but, but if it lowers... Spiritual, um, uh, you know, uh, prose, you know, walk with your head in the, in, the, in the sky of heaven and your feet planted firmly on the ground.
4: Exactly. But if the giraffe look, lowers its neck and looks at the turtle, it could actually kill himself because yeah. the blood will rush to his head. So what I'm telling people is, you know, you want to have empathy for people. You want to be there for them. But the way to be there is to raise their vibration, to come well, up to the know, level that we things really things are, which is we're vibra- we're, we have God within us, and the energy of God is only love and peace, and that's all we know.
5: Yeah. So what's going on here for all of us, as I said here, is maybe this imbalance that we're experiencing right now is to get us back to being balanced yeah you know as i said so if you look at the scales uh, of of that of libra you know in order for libra to to be balanced they have to stay in the center because you can't tip one scale over this way and one scale over that way so we're being all asked to come back to center yes and in that center is where we find our happiness absolutely and whatever that might be so as i said so for me as, I, as I'm evolving and seeing things unfold, I'm seeing my own evolution. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm seeing, you know, it's interesting, too. I'm seeing such bravery in, in my neighborhood with women who are doing so many great things out here for our community. And so I'm seeing, you know, people give, you know, as I said, not just to me, but I'm hearing, you know, in our neighborhood, on our, on our HOA, people are posting such beautiful things and encouragement, and I have this, and um, one person's making us a mask. And, I mean, you know, as I said, what what is going on right now? Yes, we're in the middle of a crisis, but mm-hmm. we're also in the middle of an awakening of people doing oh. such Beautiful, kind Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. We well, are uniting through love, kindness, and peace. That's what I'm seeing. I That's see too.
7: And I, for I'm not one,
5: denying. I'm accepting the reality of both equations.
7: Yes.
4: And I, for one, I'm embracing this. I'm not saying it's a, uh, it's a wonderful thing, but I have never had time. I'm in the process of moving to a smaller house, and I, I didn't have time to pack. You know, I'm in the process of uh, doing an angel oracle deck a new one that's being released next spring, and I didn't have time to work on that. So now I'm able to do this, and I'm sure everyone has projects that they're working on or something that they could do, uh, even meditation or something that makes them feel good. So what I would tell people to do is don't tap into the news unless it's, you know, you need to know what's going on. We don't want to bury our head in the sand, but let's focus on the positive because there's so much good things happening right now.
5: Well, I mean, just to your listening audience, guess what? When Shakespeare was quarantined, he wrote King Lear.
4: Yeah. Is that true? Where was yeah, he quarantined true.
5: for? I mean, I'm sure it was the plague. Wow. You know, what else would it have been? See that? <laughs> I make here is that, you know, I'm not sitting here, you know, meditating all day long. I'm actually I have time now to finish my book. Yeah. So I am you know, right? writing and enjoying and this has been my center. I'm enjoying the characters, I'm enjoying the truth of the story, I'm uh, it's it's kind of, you know, timely. And so I think, oh, my God, the universe has allowed me with my busy schedule. I was about to get on an airplane starting in April and not finish the book tour until October. And I thought, you know what? The universe has given me time to complete something that is valuable to my heart.
4: Beautiful. Absolutely. So
5: time time is valuable. So bless my time. Bless your time. Bless
4: your time. Bless your time. And I would love to go back a little bit because I know this will uplift uh, the, the energy right now, too, is when you did have your near death experiences and you came back. Did you come back a changed person?
5: Oh, absolutely. In what way? In so many ways. Well, first of all, physically. Yeah. Um, you know, I.
4: Emotionally, too.
5: I, well, every. I mean, you name it. Body, mind, spirit. It yeah. goes back to me. It's all one. So I stuttered before my near death experience. I was an introvert before my near death experience. I was agnostic before my near death experience. It certainly wasn't spiritual. Um, and so I came back um, completely changed in every physical aspect, and now I'm able to use both hands, right and left hands. Mm. Um, I lost my ability as an artist. I had an art scholarship. I can no longer paint. I can't sculpt. I can't raw stick figure. Oh, my gosh. But I came back a mathematician. I came back Crazy. Speaking. And I came back as a writer. And so, as I said, so all these things on a physical and emotional and spiritual level changed inside of me as well as outside of me. And I began to, as I said, the the process of accepting what happened to me and understanding what happened to me it was seeing all these mathematical equations that made me become a numerologist or i should say led me to becoming a numerologist because when i was on the other side i kept seeing all these uh, quantum physics and triple codes and numbers as that i just was unfamiliar with and so as i said so um every time these i look back at these near-earth experiences in 2009 and in 1987 and I look back and, you know, would I want to go back and do it again? Probably not. But look the, of the outcome and what it did for me. I come back, I come back, seriously, I come back uh, with a humble heart, but I'm here to do great things. I think be humble, but be great. And honor what the gifts that God have given you. If you are a great communicator, if you're a writer, write. If you're a dancer, dance. Look what the people in Italy are doing. They were going to their balcony, bow-
6: speaking singing to one another. my.
5: In Los Angeles, we have people who are playing uh, musical instruments on their balconies. So, oh. you know, there's always beauty somewhere.
7: My daughter lives in Manhattan. It was the most beautiful
4: thing. She, um, 5.30 every night, everyone opens their windows and they just yell thank you mm-hmm. to those who are helping, the police officers and the, you know, the, those in the medical profession, the people who are in the grocery stores, delivery people, and they just yell thank you. And thank you. And she has. I, I shared a video the other day. Um, her daughter, who is three right now, she's just shouting, "Thank you, thank you." And well, it's you know just what's been
5: four. Interesting for me. She's four. So you, you kind of forget. <laughs> yes. You now the people that you've whose whose lives you've crossed, <clears throat> I've. I've had people reaching out to me on Facebook, making phone calls to people uh, in the 80s and the 90s and early 2000s. And it's not that I've forgotten them, but we have picked up on on the phone conversations as though it was just yesterday. I have a girlfriend in Chicago that she and I have been talking to each other at least once or twice a week, And I just forgot what a beautiful soul she is. And she mm-hmm. just brings such laughter to my heart. And then when we said goodbye yesterday, she said, "You know what I love about you? You always make me feel grounded mm-hmm. And you know, so I think you said we're kind of we're given the time to kind of reconnect
6: Absolutely.
5: with people that we don't even realize that that we changed change their lives. This one guy from Santa Fe said to me, you know, I never believed in your numerology, your, your near-death experience, and all this witchy-woo-woo stuff that you do. He said, but it wasn't until about a month or so ago that everything you said makes sense to me. And he said, so I'm reading books, and I he, flowers grow at different times. You know, I m- remember this boy who just, I thought, oh, dear God, this is going to be a project, you know. Mm. But he's ballooned, and his conversation was so amazing. And so, you see, we got a chance to reconnect.
6: Absolutely. So, as
5: a, I look look forward to reconnecting with so many different people, because, as I said, this is our time now to to be you know to be great communicators and to uplift and to shed light.
3: Absolutely.
7: And, and
5: that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. We're being confined, but yet we're being given the chance to express.
6: Yes,
4: exactly. Beautifully said. So, we're winding down. Uh, do you have any closing words for our listeners?
5: Well, yeah. I mean, I want to talk about the law of attraction. That's Because it's just something, yes. too, and people go, oh, and during this time of, you know, they're crying. You know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The law of attraction. I go back to the neighborhood and, and the grocery store. I go back to the toilet tissue. I go back to the lady that's making me a mask. I go back to the guy who gave me the bicycle for Christmas that I didn't want. You know, I I, I go back to and say this, you know, I I always, every day, it's provide the people, the places, and the situation, or the situations, and my job is to show up. And I didn't, this friend gave me a bicycle, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, my goodness gracious. And at first, I didn't want it, but I thought, this bicycle has been, for me, the most amazing gift of 2020, Mm -hmm. because it gives me the chance to go out into the neighborhood and to smile and to say hello and to, to spread happiness. So I bless that bike ride every day. And I also go, okay, God, so who am I going to have a conversation with today? I met a Pilates instructor that moved here from Los Angeles with his little girl, a single parent. Um, I met a guy who moved here from New York uh, not even a month ago, and his job you know, that he came here for folded. So everyone's story is different. We all have stories to share. We've been shut down for a moment, and now you know we have a choice. Do we want to go back to the way things were, or do we want to change? You know. So as I said, for me, I want, to, I want to be more awakened and more positive and more uh, alive and more appreciative and more grateful. Because I think, for me, what's been taken away goes back to the near-death experience. What was taken away from me I come back, and I see, and I walk, and I bless. So what you feel has been taken away from you in your life at this point in time, whether it's your crazy career or whatever it might be, find the best of that part of your, of your life right now, whatever that might be, and, and bless it. And watch the different steps that, that take place in your life. One small step leads us to a great big step.
7: Absolutely. And about the law of attraction, whatever we're thinking and feeling, we're creating more of in our lives. It does. You don't have to believe in the law of attraction to understand that it still works, just like gravity. You don't have to believe in gravity, but it still exists. We're not floating up in the air. You don't have to believe in gravity. So make sure to tap into what you want rather than what you don't want. Tap into anything that makes you feel good. If you can't feel good about what's going on in the world, that's that's okay. Go on YouTube and uh, Google puppies or kittens playing with each other, whatever it is that helps you to feel better. So, Peter, uh, how can people find you? Do you have a website?
5: I do. It's um, the accidentalprophet.com, and I have, you can go on YouTube and just Google Peter Anthony and, and near-death experience. I have so many different YouTube videos out. Can but I do want that? to reach out so- yeah. to an audience that's listening to me right now. This is a very particular reach out to certain people. I've traveled all around the world this last three years. I have had all kinds of people who are seeing 222, 333, 444, 999, 777. These are activated angel codes. You are the people that are being activated now. You are the ones who are being called to the front lines now. So start paying attention to what you're seeing. I have just been overloaded with 333. Every time I turn around, I'm seeing 333, uh, 222, 444. These numbers are very vibrant in my life. You know, I, I got a Federal Express package from 444 Geary Street. Uh, I'm stopped. I had a light. I look over, and the address is 333. It's the police station. So you see what I'm saying? So for me, I'm like, okay, so I'm being guided to these numbers. God, universe, source is speaking to all of us right now, but especially those people who are here to see these codes. You're being awakened a lot more so than most people. You're the first responders of of the ambassadors of light. Play your part. Why am I here? What am Mm -hmm. I supposed to do? What is my message? How can I help? And what am I grateful for? How may I be of
0: service?
7: Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for joining
4: us today. It was amazing, as always, and I hope to talk to you soon. Thank Stay you so well, be safe. Okay, so it was a great show, and tune in again to the next Angel Quest show next month on Saturday, May second at ten thirty a.m. Eastern Time here on Hudson River Radio. Remember, it's always the first Saturday of the month, and I'm so excited that my guest will be James Redfield, author of the Celestine Prophecy it's going to be a good one so make sure to tune in then and thank you for joining in to uh, tuning into the angel quest show for more information about me or my books you could go to my website at karennoe.com that's karennoe.com or follow me on my facebook page at Karen Noe Author. you can find all other archived angel quest shows by clicking on the angel quest radio show link on www.hudsonriverradio.com this and all other Angel Quest shows are offered as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and most of the podcast platforms out there. So be sure to tune in and listen when you get a chance. Have an amazing weekend and always remember to focus on the love and comfort around you. Be safe and stay well. Angel blessings to you now and always. Bye-bye.
3: spirit, we perceive, we are one, humanity, awakening, sanctity, awareness, and unity. We are here to dance and sing, in our connection with everything. Understanding who we are Through the ways of the heart Let's choose love, inner peace Living one in harmony With the knowledge at our core We are the ones we've been waiting for We can do it with the truth Bring new light into all we do We are loved at our best In the weak consciousness As we grow consciously We claim sovereignty For our life, land and sea Grounded in equality Let's choose love Inner peace Living one in Harmony with the Knowledge At our core We are the ones we've been Waiting for, we can do Love at our best In the weak consciousness There's a joy like no other Within us all we can discover Looking out for one another Heart to heart
4: steps to take to be of service to our beautiful planet may peace prevail on earth
2: hudsonriverradio.com your local rockland county station